It takes money. But yeah. Banana is nature's gift. And I wasn't like leering at it. Obviously you were. Oh, I just want to punch someone in the face. I don't have a 12 inch dick. Fine, you got me. <laughs> I'm just going to go die now. You don't want feces on your carpet. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. Got a new reality show to pitch you. I'm not interested. <laughs> All right, well, uh, pretend you are for a second. The uh, cooking world, it's ablaze. You know, we've got entire channels that are just food channels. Isn't that the last thing you want in the cooking world? It to be ablaze? Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> not if you're making flambe. Oh, right, okay. Everyone's yeah. making bum Alaskas in the cooking world. That's right. That's why it's on fire. This is the flambe of the reality TV slate, I think. Every gimmicky food show has been done, but there's room for one more. We haven't got... Oh, good. We haven't got the best sources. No one's, no one's doing a source-based reality show. I mean, cooking show. Right. Is it reality? <laughs> well, I mean, it's reality as much as any of these cooking shows are. Right, but it is a reality show. It's not just a cooking show. Yeah, yeah. It's a competition, like a you know, MasterChef-style knockout where they're competing against each other to make the best sauce. Okay. And when you get voted out, yeah, the tagline, you know, you know the tribe is spoken or you're fired. Mm. It's your source is not awesome. No, this you can not, do better than this that. This is not awesome source. Yeah, I get, I get the joke. <laughs> I see where it was going. I just think you can do better. All right. Well, I'm still. It's in the workshop phase, but I think. Awesome Wouldn't you be source. like you're the source of all evil? <laughs> That's a bit harsh. <laughs> okay. Um, but I feel like awesome source coming to the Food Network. You know, I'm not saying there's not room for improvement, but yeah, I would time, go back. The first time yeah. you heard the tribe is spoken, you're like, "This is fucking stupid." And then every episode after that, you're like, "Oh my god, the tribe is spoken." I don't think so. I think I was like, "This is mildly insulting to like native people." Surely, how so? We're not tribes. They're tribe mates on the show. It's not like. <laughs> It's not like they grew up on the island, but I feel like they exactly. came together as a tribe. <laughs> I have got the tagline. Okay. That's awesome. That can be the name of the show. Yeah. And when, yeah, so if you get like... So a, if you're the winner, it's awesome. Yeah. And if you're not, no. you don't have awesome no. sauce. Okay, well, fine. We'll both pitch the show because I'm confident I will win. <laughs> <laughs> but how do, you, how do you send people home then? It's not awesome. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> What's the opposite of saucem? Not saucem. Yeah. <laughs> Your sauce is not saucem. That's right. That's this bit... is sauce pointing. No. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is episode 181 of Insane Ramblings. A very awesome episode. Oh, nice. We're going with awesome. I wanted to uh, kick things off right off the bat with a... Uh... Apology. <laughs> no. Everyone knows that's how you best start a uh, public speaking. I know you would love gem. an apology, but not I've... today. No? A proposal. It's been a while since we've had one. It's been a long time. Are you proposing to me? Not today. Okay. Um, Shame. I want to propose a way to identify the glass that you're going to get when you order a cocktail. Yeah, I actually agree with you. Okay. We're not usually on the same page, but I hear you on this. Because here's the scenario. I went to mini golf recently with a group of friends and there was a bunch of people there that I'd never met before. Mm Mm-hmm. And oh no! 
I was like, all right, I'm going to splash out a bit and get me something fancy. Right. And so In I front ordered, of the boys. I want to impress these boys. It was maybe like even split guys and girls. But I was just like, all right, I'll get this, uh, this fruity, delicious cocktail. Yes. But I don't want it to come in the fruity, delicious glass that it came in. See, I'm the opposite. I'm annoyed when it doesn't. So we're on two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> the glass that it comes in says something about you, right? Yeah. Like if I've it got... sure does. If I've got... Would a, you come, want it to come in like a life-size penis or something for you? Like do you want it to be a bicep when mean? it's brought out? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, life-size. you want to come... Like... <laughs> Like my penis like adult size? size. No, like full. Oh, like a novel, like a human. Like, <laughs> like what do you call it? Not like life size to the size of That's your own penis. Of- like you don't get a cast on the way in. Right. Like the the um, bartender is like, all right, uh, here's your drink tickets, and if you just step to your left, we'll be measuring you up yeah, for the cocktail. You know- <laughs> it's a literal cocktail. Bam! Away, see, but go out on a high. Uh, no. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so you know how they like scan your ID on the way in, yeah. Like in clubs, like particularly where there's been a lot of violence, they like scan your ID so they can find you later if you yeah, like yeah. cause trouble. Yeah, they do that with your dick as well. It's like, okay, just lean against the scanner. We need to take your photo of no, 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 both heads. <laughs> just get your head in the frame. No, no, sorry, sir, the, the other one. I don't know what kind of trouble you think I'm causing in there. <laughs> Pretty. Thingo co- trouble. Well, here's the, here's what happened. I ordered my uh, you know delicious fruity cocktail, and mm. it came in essentially. You know the uh, type of glass that Leo has in Gatsby. Yeah, the like great Gatsby. Of, yeah, that's great. That's not fruity. That's mm. like a martini glass. No, it was like a very shallow, like champagne. Oh kind of right, glass. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking champagne, uh, martini glass, but it's like yeah, the old ye oldie champagne. Yeah, glass. like very wide mouth, but like ten mils deep. Because I was like, whoa, 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 you're on track to say that James Bond is not manly. No, but again, the drink, I guess, it's not just the glass, but it's the combination of the drink and the glass. Sure, okay. But So if it was filled with bullets, Then you people would, have been would be fine. like, wow, Ben's eating some lead tonight. So what if, yeah, what if the Leo DiCaprio glass came out filled with bullets? It'd be fine. I guess so. Okay. But. It didn't. I, I wasn't in the mood to drink bullets no. that night. I was in the mood for something fruity, but I still wanted to... What was fruity? What do you mean? What did you get? Oh, it was like, you know, a mixture of like strawberries and it was like a strawberry daiquiri-ish type thing. Yeah, okay. But it was like bright, it it was bright pink is basically, it didn't help me either. Right. So do you want it to come like inside another drink? Like, you know how you can get those like glasses where it looks like you're awake and you're asleep they've got eyes like painted on them yeah or like when you see a kid in um school reading a comic book inside of his textbook yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking (laughs) so do you want a glass where it's like either double walled so there's like beer on the outside or like a piece of paper around it that looks like a half drunk beer (laughs) but on the inside is your fruity pink cocktail well i don't i don't need the facade it's like i know that this is really yeah a girly drink no that's you do need the facade Mm. No, I, I mean, it doesn't have to look like a regular drink and be the fake girly one on the inside. It can just come in a regular glass. I don't oh, need... Oh, so you'd be happy with it being pink in a regular glass? It would be better than what I got. But I'm saying, do you want to go the whole hog and do the comic book thing? Well, I don't expect them to dye the colour of my drink. No, 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 it's not dyed. It's a double-walled glass. I know, but yeah. like, if, if I've got like 
my fruity cocktail in like a Long Island iced tea type mm. situation, like the long skinny glass. I feel like that's worse. Nah, this like you should have seen it. It was so girly. <laughs> like it, it basically had like an umbrella and a rainbow coming out of right, it. Right. Okay. There was a unicorn yeah. dancing and on the like, top. This is the first time I'm meeting these people, and this is my first impression. Like I've literally said, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you." I would just get a drink and come right back. Right, and, and then you came back with that. I emerged like, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes later because it takes so long to make this elaborate cocktail right. with this drink that says, Ben is very gay. <laughs> and that, that wasn't the vibe I was trying to put out that night. Well, did you find the man of your dreams? Of course I did. That, <laughs> that glass was a babe magnet. I was just thinking that. I was like, was the major issue that you were attracting then not the gender you were there to get? No one was hitting on me, oh, but that's a shame. I feel like I don't feel like that was the drink's fault. I, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at. Probably not, but I'm just trying to like first impressions. They make a difference, and yeah. if I had have known it would have come in that glass, I probably wouldn't have. I just it. feel like you're blaming the drink for your shortcomings. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> so yes, I could have ordered a. No, ne- but I'm saying it's not like men hit on you, so no one thought you were gay. They just were interested. I don't know. There was a very flamboyant magician that made his way over at one point. Really? Yeah, like at this mini golf place. Did I he guess. say he was going to make your virginity disappear? Now that you mention it, <laughs> <laughs> I guess between you know, like it's quite busy. So while you're waiting, you can have a drink, and they've got a magician that just does the rounds and does tricks. Okay, so here's your two options: you get the fruity drink, yeah, in the fruity cup, but yeah. the magician doesn't come over. Is my option one. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Option two, you get the fruity drink in a normal cup. Yeah. But the magician spends a considerable amount of time at your table. Why? Why? <laughs> why is he like, all right, this is the trade off. Yeah. We're doing you a favor, so you do me a favor. No, no, no. That's just the way it's worked out. It's just the universe. I don't guess, ask questions. I guess I why? prefer to spend considerable time with him. Really? Well, how much is considerable? Half an hour no, at your half, table. No, fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I take the fruity drink. Okay, 15 minutes. He was probably there for at least like two full tricks. So I'm going to say oh, like eight minutes. That's so awkward. So I could have handled maybe a third trick for in exchange for a better glass. Because there, was, yeah. there okay. was a lot of us there. Like it was, I think maybe. Because like, I hate roving table performers. Right. I hate it. I agree with you. And it's not like I even felt the need, like we had to tip him or something. No. It was just like now I feel obligated to. Pay attention. Yeah, and I feel like as an audience member for mm. a magician... Again, you underreact. I'm, yeah, I'm a terrible audience You member. are, for anyone. You don't even, you've been called out by comedians. Really? Haven't you? I, I thought so. we have together because you just crack a smile. You've got a, like a goofy smile on your face when you're like dying with laughter on the inside. Yeah, I don't think I've been called out, but I feel like I'm always about to be. Like, right. If I'm sitting close to the front and I'm not like absolutely howling with laughter. Which you never are. Because you never are. <laughs> yo, um, yo, yo. I do. I pick I, an egg basket. I do wonder if they're self-conscious like, what's up this guy's ass? Yeah. Whereas like I'm just not hysterically laughing. It doesn't mean I'm not enjoying myself. Yes. But like when I see a guy do a magic trick, I'm like, not like, oh my God. How magic did you do before it? my eyes. Yeah. I am like, cool. wait, where was the sleight of hand that right. I missed? I'm trying to like reverse engineer it. And obviously, in that process, it's a kind of an underwhelming reaction. Yes. See, uh, my partner and I are similar because we've been through this experience, but we just don't like the attention of everybody on us. Because whenever the roving table performer is at your table, it means like 
the rest of the restaurant on some level is aware of you. Oh, see, I didn't even get that impression. I just oh, felt like he's like a kid that now we have to babysit almost. Oh, right. Okay. You're like, yes, yes, Johnny, show us the next trick. Right. And so like he was good. Yeah. But it was like... I He's was not a- as good as just talking to my friends. Exactly, which is why I came here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Agreed. I don't think I've ever been to... Again, it's not like I knew I was going to a show. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to a show, you're like, well, we're going to go see Harry Potter. Right. Like, okay, great. We'll watch that. But you're going to see your friends and then someone's giving you a show. And it's not like... Oh, so don't, don't talk in the movies. <laughs> Flip side, don't movies at my talk. There we go. <laughs> no? Fair? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like... And it wasn't like a wedding situation or something where you just, you've got allocated seating. I sat with the people that I want to talk to. Exactly. Like chances are you're kind of just interrupting and he probably feels the same way. Mm. Like he's not going, oh, yay, I get to entertain groups of people for hours and end. Like he's probably like, all right, how many people, like what's the least amount of people I can annoy and right. still do my job? Yeah. So it's like, it's awkward for everyone. Basically what I'm saying is don't hire a magician. Right. Okay, question. Would you rather be a roving magician like that? Yeah. Or parking ticket inspector? Like the guys who give out the parking tickets. Mm-hmm. So I guess like the parking inspector, most of the time, you're not actually seeing the people that you're dealing with. True. So that's got its benefits. But when you do see them, like on the rare occasion that you're mm. making a ticket just as I mean which one would give you better sleep at night like make you feel like less of an asshole I guess the magician yeah because everyone hates the parking <laughs> I think like a good the magicians I reckon about 50% of the population fucking loves a magician really you reckon that's too high I feel like no one likes it no. like maybe a 90-10 split maybe like YouTube videos have just swayed me to think but you see these YouTube reaction videos and people, like, see a magic trick on the streets and it flip out. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, this is somehow you're bending the laws of the universe yeah, right, right in front okay. of my eyes. Yeah, I don't feel that way. But the people who do fucking love it. Yeah, okay. and so I feel There's like, no one who's like, yes, fucking <laughs> Yeah, right. So even if it's 10%, yeah, you've you're made making, their night. Right, yeah, you've made one guy's day. Right. Yeah, no one's like, I'm so glad someone got a parking ticket. Exactly. Well, maybe there is 10% of people who are like, I really appreciate that, like... Civil service that you're This doing. is not, you know, the area around my shop is not getting clogged up. I guess so, but you don't hear from those people. Yeah, I guess so. It's, no one's writing fan letters. Yeah, no one's coming out of the store going like, Thank man. you. I really was annoyed by that guy parking illegally on <laughs> my street. They're just cursing out the guy that's parking illegally. Yeah, true. Yeah. The other day I did the most passive aggressive thing, speaking of parking illegally. Yeah. So I've been parking in a 15 minute spot near my work you love to like bend the rules of parking don't i thank you for noticing (laughs) i feel i feel seen yeah no it's just like every time i talk to you you're like all right all right put the car in a tree yeah let's see how that works out (laughs) exactly so i've uh i left a car in your neighbor's apartment right (laughs) i mean it doesn't say it's not a parking spot i saw uh, speaking of that as a car with a note on it yeah the other day in our parking lot I saw that too that said, let me know if you need me to move it. Yeah. That one. And it's like, hey, I just needed this for a, for a little bit, which it could be like a couple of hours. But it if we be, both saw it, it must have been. I think they're doing it for like long term. Yeah. It sounded like they knew that person was away on holiday or something. And they're like, I'm just going to use this on my own. And if you need it, I guess. Yeah, let if me know. they somehow come back early, then I'll move. But until then, free parking. But, like, that's not how the world works. That's not your spot, buddy. 
Why are we allowing this? I mean, yeah, their identity is right there. They've got their phone number. Is that you? Is that, is that your note? Yes. Okay, no, so what, what's your latest passive-aggressive move? All right, move? so I was parking in this 15-minute spot all day and I didn't get a fine for like weeks and it was awesome. Yeah. And this guy came out, it was in the front of his business and he's like, hey, and he was a real jerk and he was like, I just think it's unfair and you shouldn't be parking here and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough, good point. And then he was like, oh, it's because it just makes it harder for me to get my trucks in and out. Okay. And so I was like, oh, well... So you just don't like that it inconveniences you. You just gave me a long lecture on like civics and yelled at me because it's inconveniencing you, not really because you actually care. But it's his, it's car f- the cars for his business, I assume. Not that cars. The like trucks he- for his business. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like you're getting in the way of his business. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I know. But you don't get to be like, I'm not going to move because of it. You're still in the wrong. Oh, no, I didn't move. <laughs> but you're overstaying There's like a 15 minute there limit for a reason Presumably I don't know why I guess maybe But also if he just said Hey it's in my way Can you move it I would have yeah. been like Sure no worries But He if didn't he could, say that No he didn't He came out and he gave me This long lecture about How unfair he thought it was And it wasn't like Right on everyone else's parking And I was like Feeling like And yelling at me And then I was like Oh okay And he was like Yeah it just makes my business A lot easier And I was like Why didn't you just say that From the start well, I mean, like, he's obviously pissed off that you've been flaunting the limit. No, he's not. He just wants his life to be easier. Well, because you're flaunting the limit. <laughs> so I also want my life to be easier. So you feel like because you haven't got a fine yet, you're just going to keep risking it and pissing off this guy until you... No, I just left it there that day. I haven't been parking there since. You're like, you really run the risk of having your tires slashed when you go back to your car. <laughs> it just would have been worth it. I just, it was, he was such a jerk about it that it was worth it just to wreck another day of his. Could he not get his trucks out at all? Or no, he it could. Was just harder for it. It was just more annoying. Yeah, I feel like I'm still on his side. <laughs> You're purposefully in the wrong, or like at least knowingly in the wrong. I, I think it was more because he wasn't very nice about it. Because you can technically still park there. So if someone's parked there, it's still more difficult for him. Yeah, but 15 minutes at a time. He can just wait the 15 minutes and then he can leave. Yeah, but then someone else might park there. Yeah, but presumably there's at least a small window where he's like, all right, there's no one there I can go. Yeah, but that's not the reason behind the parking limit. It's not to help him. You don't know that. You reckon that the council's like, okay, we'll put this parking limit to help you, one guy. I don't know. I haven't seen it. (laughs) I'll take you out there. I feel like I'm taking the jury to the crime scene. I just feel like one day you're going to get like... Well, I don't do it anymore. I did it once. But I mean, like, not just from this one specific incident. Yeah. Somehow you've got away with violating a lot of parking. (laughs) And it's going to catch up to you one day. I can't wait till self-driving cars. Oh, who wants to drive? This is, yeah, come on. That's the future that we need right now. Right? I hate looking for parking. I hate driving. Like, it's just the worst. If you had a self-driving car and you can, like, you don't need it for a few hours. Yeah. While you're at work, you're like, all right, I am just need it to get me to work and it needs to take me home at the end of the day. Yeah. Would you set your car up as an Uber and, like, let it earn money from you just driving around and picking up other people? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that we should, if the, oh my gosh, we're in a whole other topic now, but like if self-driving cars ever become a thing, yeah, 
It, it's like already practically here. Yeah. Well, when they become a thing. Yeah. They should just stagger starting times at work because then like four people, like a whole street can share a car. Oh, I think. Like, I mean, I guess we're back to buses now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like if Julian goes to work two hours later than you, the car can drop you off, come back, take Julian. A lot of people already can choose their work hours. Yeah. But I think it would decrease traffic anyway because we don't have like human error. You know, when there's like a chain reaction of everyone right. slowing down. Yeah. It takes a second for the person behind to then start moving. Then it takes another second for the person behind them and so yeah. on. If everyone is in self-driving cars, all those cars can just start moving at exactly yeah, the same Yeah, they like time. drive perfectly. Yeah, so traffic should be way less busy anyway yeah we should you know things should be way more efficient but i was just thinking like if just saying we can have like an automated uber Mm -hmm. i don't know that i still trust just random people in my car all day like what if i get it back and it's like all right i sent it out in the morning when i come back it's like just being puked on or like the seats are all (laughs) torn up or something like people are still animals out there and without someone in the in the front seat like as a taxi driver yeah you might get someone puking up in your seat, like, I don't know, once a month or something, right? Sure. But... I guess you're going to have to have some sort of cameras. Yeah, I suppose so. Everything must just be on high security. Yeah. But I think even so, people would just be like, well, you're still going to have to chase me down. Yeah, but you still got the app and stuff. Yeah, I guess, like, it would affect your rating and yeah. all that kind of thing. So I know, like, if I see you vomiting and what the time is, my car would definitely know about it. Like maybe the car has like sensors or it's like, you're hurting me. Yeah, I guess, we, I guess we've <laughs> At already <a> got... time. <laughs> I guess we've already got what's called like the ring video doorbells and things right. like that. Exactly. Where so when the car is getting injured, it'll ring you but with you a video. It, it'll have like a puke sensor. It's yes. like <laughs> someone puked in your car and then you'll get like a video <laughs> alert on your phone. Of them puking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll have like a... You know how there's like a smoke detector. It'll like smell <laughs> human vomit. <sighs> oh, what a future we're looking, we got to look forward to. <laughs> Have you got those new vomit detectors in my car? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's a day one purchase. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> they come standard now. Come on. <laughs> It'll be so much easier because, like, my partner and I share a car. Mm-hmm. So if I could just send it home after it taken me to work, it'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would, most families wouldn't need more than one definitely not more than like two between. yeah exactly yeah and like and could i send the car to like pick up my kids so i don't have to go do it yeah i assume you could set it daily like you set your alarm on right your phone. so i'm like pick up the kids at 3 30 yeah right but how do i stop my kids from getting into a stranger's car like wouldn't if i'm like a murderer if, they, if we've got vomit sensors we've <laughs> right, got you know, sensors. some kind of like facial id that okay. can say these are my kids no, no no i mean like if i'm a murderer yeah. i'm just programming a car to go to the local primary school and be like ben this is your family's car <laughs> well this is always the thing as soon as we come up with something great murderers murderers step <laughs> in. they're always like hey that's how awesome can new i technology. use that to murder yeah <laughs> There's always a sneaky new backdoor to murder that no one's thought of. Like, I would just send it to workplaces and be like, your car is here, Ben. Well, I would be smart enough not to get into a random murderer's car. Why? It might look just like yours. Yeah, I guess if I... Just say it wasn't mine, but essentially, like, it was an Uber. Yeah. And then the murderer, it's like, instead of going to Ben's house, you're going to (laughs) Crime Alley. (laughs) 
I hate that place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know if you're going to get murdered in Crime Alley. Well, it took like down you might, Batman's parents. So. Right. You might just do like tax evasion or something. Either, either way, I don't want to get roped up in uh, some kind of tax evasion okay. scandal either. I mean, that is what brings people down generally. Yeah. You don't want to be the next Al Capone. Well, again, murderers are ruining things for us and tax evasion criminals. Tax evaders. Tax evaders, some would say. Yeah, they're ruining it as well. But, I mean, hopefully we're smart enough. Who do you hate more? We can more? invent the self-driving car. We can invent the way to stop murderers from using it to their <laughs> advantage. I mean, I think society has proved that we can't, though. Because every new technology, we have struggled to stop murderers from using it. Yeah, but it still progresses. Like we didn't just stop using Uber the first time that someone. No, got but I mean, like Uber. no one, like people weren't like, oh, how great would it be if we could talk to each other through the sky? Like I sit down at a screen and you talk to me at a different screen. Yeah. Someone that invented that, and or you know, then they were like, oh yeah, but a murderer could use that. <laughs> I'll use it to murder people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like we I haven't like yet got on all, top of that. Out of all the technology that murderers are using, voice chat. Oh, no, that was the internet is what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're using FaceTime. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, been the FaceTime, the FaceTime murders. Bandit, yeah. <laughs> the FaceTime bandit. How would you use FaceTime? He hasn't FaceTime? gone on a spree just yet, but uh, I guarantee there's well, a murderer out there working on it. Heads. Yeah. How do you use FaceTime to commit a crime spree? Yeah. To murder someone or to yeah. steal uh, something? Either or. I guess it would be like a minority report type situation. You have to like frame someone. Or uh-huh. that could be your alibi. Oh, right. Okay. What, so so you fake like, like FaceTime someone? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you're like, uh, I killer. couldn't have killed him. I was, I was on, on FaceTime. FaceTime. I'm was always like, on FaceTime. What a video. Okay. So you pre-record a video. Yeah. You set it up on a screen and then you pre-record a FaceTime phone call. Yeah. So like. Although it the, just seemed like it, like it was weirdly unresponsive. Like, hello, Ben. How are you? No, the message. I'm good. Oh, why are you good? Thanks for calling. The message <laughs> could just be like, oh, sorry, Vicky. Um, no time to answer any of your questions. Here's the screenplay that I'm writing. <laughs> I've just got to recite it, the whole thing to you. Yeah. And then at the end, which will be about half an hour from now, yeah. you can give Ask me all questions. your fe- feedback. Yeah. No, not, not questions. Oh, no, no, no. Just give feedback and I will take it on silently. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to work on being defensive. I might and, just uh, nod and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm for yeah. a while <laughs> until eventually I think that I've uh, got enough feedback, at which point I'll hang up. <laughs> It's a very, you know, I speak and then you speak. It's like whoever's got the The talking talking stick. stick. right? Yeah, right. So I've got a problem with being defensive and I'm trying to work on it. So I'm going to read you a screenplay and then silently take any and all of your criticism or abuse. (laughs) I want to like let it really wash over me and sink in before I react emotionally. Yeah, I don't want to be too emotional. And then, you know, when I feel like I've received enough, I'll just hang straight up. Because I don't want to get defensive, you know. I'm trying to head that off. All that's going on. Yeah. I'm out murdering, <laughs> committing the perfect crime, got my alibi. I was like, oh no, oh, I, I was called reciting Vicky a my screenplay. screenplay. Here's the video evidence. I mean, it's memorable as well. I'm not. They're not going to be like, oh, did Ben call you? And I'd be like, oh, hi. Like, <laughs> I'll definitely remember sitting there and listening to your screenplay for two hours. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's always going to be someone corrupting it, but it hasn't stopped us from using FaceTime. It hasn't stopped us from using the internet. So who do you hate more? People that spend too long parked in the parking spot? Yeah. Or tax evaders? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like they're targeting two very different levels of crime. No, who do you hate more? 
you got to pick one. Parking overstayers well, or like the tax pe- evaders? The people who are parking in the wrong spots are probably inconveniencing me more. Yeah. But like, So you hate them more? I guess so. But like if you're... In that case, I'm going to start evading my tax. <laughs> if you're a, so I don't go up in your estimations. Like if you're a tax evader, mm. I assume we're talking about big money here. It's not just like I wrote off that new computer yeah and i haven't used it to work at home right whereas when i think tax evaders i'm thinking like donald trump going i haven't paid tax in a decade yeah it's like well that's probably millions of dollars that you'd take away from the community no so though same level the person who writes off extra shit on their tax versus because i don't really do that i don't think i do that at all actually yeah Versus the person who parks and overstays their parking spot, which I do do. Yeah, I think the t- parking spot person is more <laughs> annoying because it inconveniences me. Like the, the, I don't know, $100 that didn't go towards the parks budget this year. Right. It's like, well, All right, let what, me try what were the chances they were really going to stretch that into making that new park as good as it could have been? Whereas it's like, I'm inconvenienced right now by your parking in my driveway. All right. I want you to do a visualization. Close your eyes. Okay. <laughs> I want to see if this makes a difference. Yeah. Okay, there's a really cute puppy. Yeah. It's the cutest puppy you've ever seen. And it's a tax evading puppy? Yes. No, <laughs> no this puppy pays its taxes and it works hard. That's good. I like You this see puppy. it working in its cubicle? Yeah. Doing paperwork. It's not its dream, what a but puppy. it's worked hard. Love it. And um, now he's going home, sitting on his mat, waiting for his owner after his hard day at work. He's mm-hmm. paid his tax. Mm-hmm. He's real cute. <laughs> anyway, in comes his owner. And the the puppy's making puppy dog eyes because he wants a park to play in. I think they just called it eyes. <laughs> the puppy is making eyes because yeah. he wants a park to play in. Sure. But there's nowhere to play. He lives in an apartment. There's no park nearby. Yeah. So the owner... <laughs> it's a long visualisation. I can tell. The owner lobbies council <laughs> and they say they can have a park. Yeah. So they wait until all of the citizens' tax comes in. And the puppy has got his best bow tie on and they're excited to hear the designs being revealed for the new park. <laughs> okay. And council has to scrap it because they're $100 short. I feel like at that point, <laughs> the owner can probably chip in $100. No, he's broke. <laughs> he's got income problems. All right, let, me, let me paint you a picture. Okay, should I close my eyes? Sure. That same puppy yeah. is uh, waiting. They're like, hey, we made budget. We can finally afford the park. Yay, yeah. If only this bitch would stop parking <laughs> in the place that we intend to build it. I'm sorry. We just can't get her to move. She had a fight with the owner one day and that was it. I did once. One day. The puppy had to wait one day in my scenario. Your puppy's not getting a park. Yeah, well, it was too late. Though. Anyway, so... <laughs> Well, the story is I delay a puppy's dreams. You kill a puppy's dreams. I feel like that's a chance I can take. <laughs> Fair enough. So did we solve this cocktail scenario? I feel like. Uh, I agree. Okay. Here's what I propose. Cause I also agree. I like getting the fruity cup. Yeah. Cause my problem is sometimes I'll order a cocktail and it won't come in. You're like, this isn't cocktail enough. Yeah. Like, it doesn't I, come in a delightful I enough cup. I paid $18 and I wanted everyone to know that I splashed out for this drink. Yeah. But like, was, sometimes it just comes in a normal glass and I'm not pleased. And that was the thing. It's like, I not only paid premium price for this drink, but there was literally like 60 mils in this glass. Like mm. it's not a big glass. No. Whereas. 
See, like, you can't possibly have got more than, like, a shot and a half in there. Yeah. Because I know I, there's also Coke in this. Exactly. So, how do I have known that going into it as well? Mm. I wouldn't have ordered it. So, here's what I propose. Yeah. I'm proposing menus. I had one. <laughs> I ordered the cocktail off a menu. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, solution number one is uh, going back to the drawing board. Okay. I propose two menus. One where you point at the drink that you want mm-hmm. and one where you select the glass it comes in. I like that. I feel like my fear is they'll charge you more or you'll get like, just say I've got a big glass that I mm. order my drink in. Are they going to fill it to the top and no. charge me more or are they just going to have this little shot of cocktail in the bottom? Tiny of Tiny shot of cocktail at the bottom. Because that's going to look stupid as well. Well, that's what you selected. I guess I could come back from the, if I've got like a beer stein yeah. with like my <laughs> thimble of fruity girly drink in it. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, no, I was just really thirsty. I just, I just downed, downed this. it before I right. got back to the group. Oh, like, I don't know, like fill it up with water or something <laughs> like whoa i'm just so thirsty for a slightly pink water <laughs> i do like the idea of like a you know a liter beer stein that you'd get yeah. at like Oktoberfest with uh, and like a jelly shot at the bottom <laughs> yeah or like the rim with the uh, mar- oh, with margarita the- salt yeah. <laughs> well i mean i'm an ideas woman <laughs> no i think that's probably the right solution because i feel the opposite sometimes mine comes in just a boring glass like i get a cocktail and it'll come in just you know like a highball yeah or one of the low tumblers and i'm like oh that's and that's all i was looking for all right on the night. and i was not yeah well, and i was annoyed all right well maybe we should both order our cocktails and, and then, then what drink them hold them in our mouths <laughs> and then regurgitate them back, back out into the other cup yes. Because I was going to say, we're going to need some sort of third vessel to like uh, yeah, change I was going to suggest we could just get an empty glass. Oh, and, right. Yeah, okay, but no, no that like, works too. No, because this is mutually assured destruction. I guess we'd need two empty glasses. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So you just drink it. You hold it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you spit it back out in the glass of your dreams. Yeah. Problem uh, solved. Well, I'll, I'll, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Problem I guess I've been solved. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? Um... I don't even know anymore. <laughs> no, like I'll, I'll order one martini, one zombie, and uh, two empty glasses for baby birding, please. <laughs> That's right. No, you don't need two empty glasses. Why do you need two empty glasses? Well, So you get the zombie. Yeah. You get the, what was the other thing? Martini. Yeah. You drink your martini, hold it in your mouth. At the same time, I drink my zombie and hold it in my mouth. Then we quickly switch glasses. Yeah, but I have to... Like, that means you can't order more than a mouthful of cocktail at a time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess I just got to really start practicing, see how much I can like, like hold I can fit it in, in my... I feel like I can hold a whole cocktail in my mouth. No, there's it in color waiting to happen. <laughs> also, while we're, like, you know, just on off the cuff mentioning mm. colors, I do need everyone to check out the uh, teaser video that I posted from the last episode. Yeah where Colton from The Bachelor jumps over the fence because mm-hmm. I put way too much effort into making that rewind and pause look like an old VHS right. tape. It was like, you know, a couple of hours <laughs> in Premiere Pro learning tutorials. Yeah, right. That. You basically do special effects now. Yeah. Like you might notice one of the Lord of the Rings orcs walks by in the background. Exactly. That wasn't there <laughs> in the original. I'm yeah. kind of imagining now that there's like, you know, explosions and like some heavy rain. Oh yeah. Han <laughs> shot first in my version. <laughs> um, and so 
yeah, not enough people have watched that to make that worthwhile just yet. So everyone, oh, really? everyone go uh, either on YouTube or on Facebook. You can find that clip from episode 180, Colton Jumps the Fence. Mm-hmm. And also just timing the clips, like because we played the audio in the episode mm-hmm. from The Bachelor. Right. So you had to put their audio and our audio at once. Yeah. And we pause and rewind it. So it's not like I can just find the start point and oh, then it right. just matches. Hence the pause and the rewind. Yeah. So, a lot, you know, it might seem simple, but a lot went into that. So out of all of the teasers we've seen... And plus, you just want to see Colton jump the fence because that was insane. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You've missed out if you haven't seen it. Exactly. And before we just move on from the topic of previous episodes, I think this is going to be the last time that we mention it, but we've been on the hunt for frozen McDonald's Fanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I- Did you hear the frustration of my voice? I did the Marge. Mm-hmm. No, it was more like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of got to the bottom of it. The flavor <laughs> that has replaced sour is mm. apparently peach. Yeah, I worked that out. I just yeah. never told you. Well, I don't know why this was the case. Mm-hmm. As you say, all the press releases and stuff that is like, hey, here's the eight new Fanta flavors coming to McDonald's. They all mention sour and then you go to the restaurant and it doesn't exist. So somewhere along the line, that changed. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just wanted to bring that up to say like that's sort of as best as we can yeah, work out what happened. Yeah, closing the loop. Yeah. Peach. Maybe they realized there was no emoji for sour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. And the Subway uh, bread thing that we were talking about, mm-hmm. that they, must, like there, there was rumours at least that they used to pump artificial baking bread smell into their restaurants mm-hmm. to try and entice people walking past to come in and have Subway. As far as I can tell, there's no truth to that. Right, okay, because we did look into it. Yeah, and I looked in like, you know, a bit more in depth after the episode as well. And I couldn't find anything. The best that I could find is that, yes, this is a rumor. Yeah. But if it was true, like there's, you know, Subway hires 15-year-old kids. It's not like they're going to keep this top secret thing under under wraps, you know. No, they're like, right. It's going to be, although the herbs and spices has, uh, you know, stood the test of time. But the employees of KFC don't know the herbs and spices. Like, they just have to open a package that is pre-mixed. Right. Maybe that's true of the bread smell. They don't know what it is. But they would still have to plug in some kind of Glade air freshener. Maybe there like, is. They're like, no, we're just plugging in an air freshener. And then what? The place just or like to- I don't know. Like a, the Colonel. The Subway. Jared. Yeah. Jared from Subway. <laughs> yeah. Goes around and is like, I'm the air conditioning man. And puts it in the aircon. Well, now you're onto something because it did seem to stop around the time you got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jared was going restaurant to restaurant worldwide. Yeah. And plugging in their uh, fake baking bread smell. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't confirm, but that's got to be what's happened. So unrelated. Just when you said breaking bread, it made me think of this. <laughs> breaking bread? Yeah. Did you say that? I said baking bread. Oh, I thought breaking bread. That's my... my <laughs> Baking, <laughs> Breaking Bad. Yeah. I've got two spin-offs of uh, yeah. Breaking Bad in the works. Yeah. Is that one about communion? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's Breaking the Easter bread. edition, Breaking Bread. It's, yes, the uh, the religious one. And uh, Baking Bad. Is <laughs> that's an, another reality show. It's when... Um, it's before awesome sauce. Yeah. So it's a bake-off. And if you bake badly, they say you're baking bad. <laughs> And it's when it's what Jesse gets up to after the TV show. He goes undercover as a baker. Oh, right. Yeah. See, I was just saying a completely different show. 
I mean, like mine's also, a reality baking show where they say you're baking bad we, and you get thrown off. We've got two competing baking bads <laughs> on the same time slot. So no, all I was going to say, it's like a one cent again. It's another not a story. Yeah. <laughs> In my like work, like five years ago, we used to have a boss called Brad. Okay. And there was like an end ongoing. Um, we wanted to get uh, what was it? I think it was like an espresso machine in the office. So the my colleagues and I, he didn't want one. He wouldn't pay for it. So my colleagues and I started Operation Breaking Brad. Okay. <laughs> and did you get that espresso machine? No. How did you try to break him? I don't even remember. I think we just sent him emails. <laughs> subtly harassing him until yeah. eventually he would give in. Yeah. How long did this go on for? Months. Was it during the peak of Breaking Bad's popularity? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't try to get him hooked on blue meth? No, or like, you know, coffee. We didn't buy him a coffee. We, that's what we should have done. Yeah. I mean, looking back, buy him an espresso every day for eight months and then take them away. Yeah, cut him off. And yeah, and be like, we can't afford it anymore, Brad. He's going to go through withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, right. Fuck, I've got to get that espresso machine. <laughs> and uh, finally, while we're just uh, on previous topics, mm. uh, we mentioned a few months ago when we went to, what was it called? FOMO Festival. Oh, I was like, Disneyland? Yeah, we were at Disneyland. No, FOMO Festival, the music festival. You got like swept away in the crowd. Mm. And I was asking if uh, anyone was getting handsy, essentially. You said that everyone was pretty, uh, you know, pretty appropriate. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, what, well, did you find like a photo of a hand on my butt or right. something? That's right. I reviewed security footage. <laughs> and that was not to, that was determined not to be the case. Okay, Maury. <laughs> the, the lie detector determined. That was a lie. The I was at another music festival, right. Download Festival recently, mm-hmm. and a woman kind of like pulled me over and she actually did the whole routine that we were talking about, like when we were trying to cut into line where you got to... I was like, oh, you're finally here. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I was like thinking of like a stand-up routine or something. Like, what's the deal with lines? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> no, you need a cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, uh, yeah, she was just basically trying to get me to uh, come over to her. And I was confused because I'm like, I was don't, it, I don't know you. Someone was like creeping on her? Yeah, so that yeah. would happen apparently. Like her and her friend were basically getting groped in the crowd. And she got me and two other guys to form like a human shield. Oh, wow. Her. Yeah. And so I don't know why she felt the need to put on a show for this specific guy. It's like, if he thinks that you know me, then maybe he won't stop. I, f- I feel like just my physical presence because she was like, come like super close. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that seemed to be enough. Whatever it was, I guess, you know, no, it, it's it stopped. A, I it. feel like... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to get too political. But dudes are assholes and they only leave you alone if you have another dude. Yeah, well, I've guessed that. They're like, oh, wait, it's not because she's not interested. Like, I can't sway her because she's got another guy. I've got to respect bro code. But it was like she was, I'm going to guess, in her late 40s. Right. Like, it probably didn't seem like I was a boyfriend (laughs) or something. Oh, right. Okay. It was just the presence of a a, a friend, I suppose, what she was getting at. Because I've done it for other females and it, it does work though. I think it's just more people. Yeah, well, I think that was like just get physically in the way. Yes, of that's right, the, of this creeper. Yeah, the touchy hands. Because <laughs> like, of course, the classic is like, I've got a boyfriend when someone's hitting on you. Because it seems to cause less problems than being like, I'm just not interested. Oh, yeah, well, it says, 
um, I'm unavailable and it's not your fault. Yeah, that's right. Like it leaves open the possibility. Like, oh yeah, if if, if only... I wasn't if I was single, then totally would have been going out by now. Yeah, but alas, what can I do? <laughs> Yeah, if if they're like an asshole, then I feel like that's, you know, obviously going to appease. Like that's going to go over better than like, no, fuck off, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of appeasing people, mm. I've had my 15 minutes of fame. Congratulations. It was disappointing. I was hoping it would be better, but it's, it's come and gone. What happened? Uh, I made a pun on a news article on Facebook about a celebrity in Australia. And that was worth a whole 15 minutes, huh? Oh, yeah. I got... Nearly 600 likes. What was the post? Uh, so the post was about Eddie Maguire, who in Australia is like a football commentator and president of a football club, etc. Mm-hmm. And he recently made fun of, and there was a lot of controversy because he made fun of a disabled woman, um, the way she tossed a, cl- a coin. Okay. And so my comment was just, to be fair, I expect I respect his expertise when it comes to tossing. I've always felt Eddie Maguire was an expert tosser. Pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was good. Thank so you. So did 600 other people? Yeah. Um, and two people have said I'm hilarious. <laughs> so I guess that's my 15 minutes of fame. I'm underwhelmed. So on the, uh, I assume this is like a Facebook article about the, like a news story. Yeah. On that post, is yours the top most liked comment? Oh, yes. It's liked more than the news article. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it feels good. How many uh, how many likes does the next highest one have? Uh, like a hundred. Uh, yeah, you're killing it. I know. And what was their comment? Because I feel like we can appropriately judge the caliber we're working with here. Poor Eddie. Oh, because the article title is Maguire. Eddie Maguire yeah. felt physically ill after making fun of amputee. And uh, the next comment below mine is Poor Eddie. We feel physically ill. Every time we see or hear him too. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I feel like, yeah, yours is definitely the winner out of those two. Thanks. So this is the first time that I guess you've had a Facebook post go viral to some degree. Well, I don't usually check. I usually just drop my comment and go on my way and unfollow comments. But surely if, if people were liking your... No, comment. no, no. I turn off notifications. Uh, so you have, you could have millions of I mean, I can only that, assume... Yeah, you just haven't been following up on... <laughs> So why, what, you just thought, I'm onto a winner here. I'm going to see how many I get. No, I sent it to my partner and he thought it was so funny that he like continued to like see how it was going. Did you have to get in quick? Like what's the formula here? If I want to get a successful Facebook post on a public news article like that, because this isn't your friends liking it. This is just random strangers. strangers yeah. That already liked the page, I guess, or see it in the newsfeed. Is yours one of the first comments you're like- no. Because that's always the thing. I was like like 200 in. Like often I'll see something like this on Reddit and I'll be like, I could have like a good line here, but it's already six hours into this story. No one's going to see it if I make a random comment. Sure. But you're saying that that didn't didn't matter. It didn't seem to, no. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't know why I ended up doing so well. Sometimes the cream just rises to the top. That felt good, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I don't know, not because I'm so pretentious and I'm like, there's probably... You know, so many hits of mine out there. <laughs> it's because I hate getting into Facebook arguments. As you would know, like maybe five years ago, I would write a comment and then get really upset when people argued with me. Yeah, so... You're like, go off the internet. And I was like, au contraire, Ben. You finally took my advice. No, I just say obnoxious things on the internet and then never go back. That's basically the same thing. 
Um, but you're saying two people called you hilarious. Yes. Was there any people trying to pick a fight with you? No, there was only one angry react. Okay. I think I did really well. That's just like the angry, like emoji or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, that's a pretty good ratio. Mm -hmm. It's always good to see a funny comment, like, you know, witty remark amongst the sea of like hate on the internet. Yeah. Julian came home the other day, basically just saying like he had obviously seen a line so good (laughs) in the wasteland that is the YouTube comments. Oh yeah. That's always terrible. It's like he found like a gold nugget. Yeah. Okay. Like the desert. Cause it's always just people calling each other the N word (laughs) or, you know, picking fights as you say. And this, I guess he was watching a video about the Jesse Smollett. No, sorry, Jussie Smollett. Uh, so he was a, an actor on the show Empire, okay. Who hired two black guys to, like, I think they like put a noose around his neck and basically pick a fight with him and stuff in an huh. attempt to get a raise on the TV show that he was on. It was a you know big controversy. How does that work? Because then I guess he would go back to his bosses and say. I'm not safe. I'm being like racially discriminated against in this town. You need to give me more money if you want me to like, you know, stick around on this show. Oh, right. I thought it was like a ransom demand. No, he didn't get like kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he returned Jussie Smollett or else. <laughs> That's right. No, so apparently like it sounded, I, I don't know if this has been proven, but there was like a angry letter sent to him at his workplace mm-hmm. and consensus seems to be that it was him who wrote that letter. So is he a man of colour? Yeah. And so other men of colour, he hired men of colour or white guys? He hired two black guys, but he in his, I think, police statement said they were white guys. Oh, right. Okay. But they were like his gym trainers. And he's like, I'll give you $3,000 if you beat me up and pretend like this was some kind of hate crime. Right. Now I'm following. For some reason, I thought, (laughs) I don't know why, because it doesn't make any sense, that like... They took photos of it and mailed it to the producer. <laughs> no, so there's like yeah. two separate. No, they just roughed him up. Yeah, I didn't even know if they like really did that, but he was telling the story like they talk shit about him. Like they said, this is MAGA country, bitch, and stuff like that. <laughs> so it seemed no. a bit like outlandish from the get-go. I don't know. This sounds like something you'd say to a Pokemon. Is there a MAGA Pokemon? Magma? <laughs> yeah, this is MAGMA country, bitch. I feel like we've got a... Uh, a meme in the making here. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I guess, yeah, uh, Jussie got like all the, there was like 40 felony, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like felony convictions against him. Wow. And they all got dropped. Okay. And so Julian was watching a clip online about that. And instead of the usual YouTube hate. Which was probably also there. Uh, yeah. But like he just sees like this great comment that was, say what you will about Jussie Smollett, but... He uh, hires black actors to play traditionally white roles. <laughs> and it's just like, he was like, well done, random YouTube commenter. He was like so pleased with that guy that he had to like run home and tell me like his Charlie yeah, that's with right. the golden ticket. It like, was 10.30 in the morning. Right, Ben, Ben, you'll never believe I found an oasis on YouTube. Right, someone just said something humorous yeah, instead but, of like spewing vile. Right, this is late night talk show material <laughs> in the wasteland of hate that is YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sometimes you get lucky, I guess. I think that was just me because this is a really right-wing newspaper. So yeah. I think I just did well. Oh, you're, you're catering to your audience. Yeah, thank you. Before we head off, mm. I, uh, I wanted to mention that 
my sister, she started a podcast recently. She sure did, yeah. And she's been obsessed with the stats of like who's listening and uh, where are people listening, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And she got featured on like iTunes Canada, I think it was. That's amazing. They're like TV charts. Um, Congratulations. Like she like forwarded me the email that wow. they sent her when it happened i was like fuck i've been doing this for almost 10 years <laughs> i didn't even know there was an email that you got <laughs> it's like That's awesome. i guess we you know we weren't important enough to get an email but she's like look at this stuff they're like congrats i guess <laughs> i'm like all right well she's uh trending canada i want to see like where are we getting up in the charts right. and i looked at the website and there's two countries that stood out yes and there are a lot of people they're like oh you want to like you know make it in new york or london la Oh no. No, that's not the insane ramblings way. No. We don't even play to our hometown. No, no. The two countries that we were uh, trending. Mm-hmm. Fiji? Yes. And Benin. Oh, yes, Benin. Which is a country that seemingly most people don't even know exists. Here's the tagline for our podcast. Yeah. Benin colon we're in. <laughs> so we could be like And a- then in brackets, the top 10. Been insane ramblings. We need to rebrand. <laughs> been insane ramblings. That's when we moved to Benin. Yeah. So that's like a, a. What price are you setting? If you're listening and you're near or in Benin, yeah, I will move there <laughs> for three hundred thousand dollars. For how long? A year. Okay. Not bad. <laughs> I'll put that off on All the right. table. Three hundred thousand each, though. Yeah, three hundred thousand yeah. each. We'll move there and podcast for, we'll a, year. for a, year, a year. in Benin. <laughs> um, not like Zimbabwe dollars either. Australia. Yeah, yeah. I'm not falling for it. <laughs> but while we wait for that offer to roll in, mm. I thought, all right, well, we've clearly Benin. Hey, oh, we've clearly cracked the secret to success of this podcast. Mm. The people that like us, uh, the corners of the globe, traditionally untouched by. Australian comedy. Right. Oh, so you're just going to say some country names now, are you? Well, in the hopes that we trend there. Well, I thought we could do that. Like, mm-hmm. we could easily just add the keywords to our RSS feed and mm-hmm. hope that, you know, people in these places just see our podcast pop up on iTunes. But I feel like that's not enough. Right. If we're just listing random island nations without giving them a little feedback, mm-hmm. then... I feel like they're going to be disappointed and tune out. So what I thought I'd do, I would just list a handful of places and I want you to give me your uh, impressions. Like what mm-hmm. do you love or what don't you love about these places? Okay. Let's start with micro, Micronesia. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Micronesia? Oh, is it like an archipelago? It's a lot of islands. Yeah, yeah. it's an archipelago. Probably great beaches, I imagine. Ah, what beaches? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I assume. I mean, if there's islands, I mean... Presumably there's yeah, and it's, I think it's like a tropical archipelago. It sounds nice. I'm going to... Was there a survivor there? I think all of these places are tropical. All right. That, it seems like, you know, Fiji, Benin, a pretty tropical climate. So. I wouldn't say Benin is tropics. I looked up the uh, weather today, 28 mm. degrees. Yeah, it doesn't make it the tropics. It just makes it hot. All right. Well, that's we're playing for the 26 <laughs> to 28 degree temperature right, regions okay. here. Yeah, I'm I'm pro Micronesia, I guess. And yes, there was at least one survivor. Yeah, probably several. I know. I, I think it's nice there. Yeah. Jamaica. Yeah, definitely pro. I used to work with someone from Kingston. She was great. What do What do you? Any uh, you know, exports, imports that you're like? I love those Jamaican sandals. My colleague. Just just her. <laughs> love my Jamaican colleague. Great people. We had a um. 
like it was my mum's friend, right, mm. visiting from, I think they knew each other from like university or Canada, mm-hmm. one of those places. And he brought his new wife or like fiance to come stay with us. And it really seemed like a male order bride type situation. Oh. Yeah. Like he was, I'm going to say in his like late sixties mm-hmm. and she was probably mid twenties at the time. Okay. And uh, yeah, she just kept t- telling me how she wanted to set up like a hair business where she sold Jamaican hair or something. Is she Jamaican? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well that makes sense. Well, I guess so, but it was just like, I was so desperate to ask them, what's the relationship here? Like, how did this come to be? Is there some kind of arrangement where it's like, sure. I'll flee Jamaica in exchange for being your wife for like the next five years? <laughs> it was probably some kind of $300,000 to to live in Benin type So deal. she has a really, funny you should ask, she has a really successful podcast in Australia. Yeah, almost certainly. No, she, like, I was like, yeah, 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 good luck with this hair business. And then next thing I know, I see, like, on my uh, Facebook feed, hey, this is my Hair new- millionaire. Yeah, it seemed like she was doing pretty well. A hair millionaire. Uh, in the Jamaican hair extension industry. Maybe it was the other way around. What do you mean? Maybe he, like, snagged her knowing she was going places. I mean, it's possible. I'm just, <laughs> like, it seemed like if anyone, he was doing... Uh, quite good for himself. Yeah, but he was like, I'm getting it on the ground floor of this Jamaican hair business. She's seen a gap in the market and I'm marrying her before <laughs> she realises. Well, also, it's not only she's a successful up-and-coming entrepreneur, mm. but she's also like young and beautiful. Yeah. If you got the chance to marry her, wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> so he I'm- saw an opportunity and he took it. Yeah, but how? How, what's the, <laughs> how does that work? You know? I guess, Ben, what you're really asking is, how does someone bat above their average? Isn't that the eternal question? <laughs> Madagascar. What I you, love Madagascar. That seemed almost genuine. Yeah, it is. I actually do love Madagascar. What did you love about it? Is uh, it Chris Rock's zebra? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like the whole continent of Africa. I want to go back. But is there, like, have you been to Madagascar? No, I've been near it. Okay. And I've always really wanted to go to Madagascar. So, so you love it so much that I've never you won't been. even go. No, you got like right. right on the border, and yet so close. They got lemurs there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. They got lots of great animals. Guam, lay your Guam knowledge uh, on me. Okay, I have a little. I think it's an American territory near Japan, and it's quite nice. All right, beachy. I feel like you know, good beaches could apply for most. Of I feel it. like it's beachy. Yeah, the Bermuda Triangle. I don't want to trend there. <laughs> it scares me. Um, how about the lost city of Atlantis? I hear they have a Stargate. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't know if they're big podcast listeners, but I feel like that might be easier to chart if we're one of the few catering to Atlanteans. I mean, I was one of the few people that wanted to get an underwater MP3 player. I never really took off, weirdly. Why? Why do you need an underwater MP3 player? Swimming. I guess that is the one time that I can't really wear headphones. All right. Because I swim laps. Yeah. As opposed to, like, just, you know, bobbing around. <laughs> no. I just go to the pool and soak. Sit on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I mean, like, you know how you go and, like, do water play? Au contraire, I swim backwards and forwards. Like, exercise yeah. properly in, like, a 50 metre. 
And so do you find yourself during those laps, your mind drifts and you yeah, wish that like, you had a podcast or something? Gee, I wish I was listening to Anna Karenina. <laughs> That'd be a good use of my time. Audible.com. Yeah. Slash, uh, no, so I'm kind of with you, but mm. I also feel like there should be at least half an hour of my week where I, I just am with my own thoughts. No, thank you. I want as little as time as possible with my own thoughts. I mean, I'm already at the bare minimum. <laughs> like, I, left, I left my headphones at home. I mean, at, uh, at work and the door like locked behind me one time. Oh no, I remember that. And so I walked to the train station in silence and it's not a far walk, mm. but it was so weird because <laughs> I was like taking in my surroundings <laughs> and thinking about stuff. You know, it's called mindfulness. But yeah, I didn't like it, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a different experience and I feel like I should... I try to open myself up to something like that from time to time. No. And the only time that ever happens really is when I'm swimming. Because otherwise, I've got headphones. <laughs> See, I swim backstroke. So if I could be making phone calls, yeah, I would. that would be great. That, you, you, your hands-free is already interminable. <laughs> like, you try to call me from the car and it always sounds like you're a million miles away. Like, I cannot imagine... <laughs> What it would sound like if you're swimming laps at the same time. Well, I'll prepare to find out. But have you looked into this? Like, is there really no waterproof MP3 No, there player? is. I just never got one. Okay. And so can you get waterproof wireless Bluetooth headphones? Ooh. Because I question. feel like that's the easy solution sure. here. Like, you don't need... Because I remember, like, when we were kids, they had advertising for a... It was basically, like, a speaker that you put at the bottom of the pool and it played music. Yeah. So when you dived underwater, you could, like, hear the sound. Oh, that would be great. It sounds interesting, but obviously if you're swimming laps in a communal pool, yeah. that's not going to do the job. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be getting in halfway through War and Peace. Uh, yeah. A lot of Tolstoy. <laughs> and so... Yeah, like, spoiler alert, if you get in the pool now... We're at the last 10 minutes of Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah. <so laughs> if you want to start at the start, sit by the pool yeah, for yeah. half an hour. Wait it out. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> the, why is it always book on tape and not music? No, it's always book on Okay. <laughs> yeah. Today's audio book is like up on the screen with like running times and chapter. <laughs> so if I get in for chapter three, yeah. I'll just wait. I'll look it up online the next day. There's going to be a lot of pruny people that are like, oh, yeah, this book is just really... It's a real page turner. Yeah, I'm up to chapter 16 of The Hunger Games. I just can't put it down. Yeah. It's a real lane turner. <laughs> but on the plus side, my uh, aquatic fitness through the roof. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm 65. <laughs> I look great. Uh, and finally, Christmas Islands. Yeah. Got, got any thoughts about the Christmas Islands? An Australian Territory? No, that one's fake. I made that one up. Christmas Island? Yep, doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Thanks, it everyone, does. for listening. Don't make me look like an idiot. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. Are you just going to, like, sit there and until, you, until I acknowledge that the Christmas Island is a real thing? It's a joke, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know that. We tell them on the podcast from time to time. No, this is a factual islands podcast. I didn't want anyone in the Christmas Islands to be offended lest we not trend there. No, my concerns are this is an educational podcast, Ben. Since when? <laughs> we started off the podcast, may I remind you, about 
clubs measuring penises so they can appropriately make cocktails. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been educational. I'm just concerned that people might get in the pool now and not have context. Somehow that's uh, not my primary concern, <laughs> but I'm glad someone's thinking of these things. You can reach me, Vicky, at InsaneRamblings.net. Podcast at InsaneRamblings.net will also find us. Please rate and review us on iTunes. It's always very helpful, as well as subscribing. You can uh, Particularly if you're in Fiji or Benin. Well, we've got those ones covered. Oh, right. We already know that we're doing well there, but I appreciate all our Fijian and Beninian listeners. Yeah, thanks, guys. I think we're in the top 100 in many podcasts in both of those nations, yeah. right? I think it was like 100 in Fiji. I think we were like 85 or something in Fiji. Yeah. And maybe like 144 in Benin. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Jump on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash insane ramblings. <sighs> Away, see you, <laughs> Are you singing the I Dream of Genie <laughs> theme song? No, it's from the doors. Oh, I guess it just sounds weirdly similar. What was that promise that you made? It's identical. Genie, dreaming of genie, dreaming, dreaming of genie, dreaming. I dream of genie. She's in her lap. <laughs> Insane ramblings.